What's up, guys, and welcome to the Bachelor Pad Podcast, where two bachelors who have never really watched ABC's The Bachelor uh, before this sit down to review episodes right after they air. My name's Tyler. I'm here with my best friend, Scott. Hey, what is up? Uh, and uh, we're, we're so happy to have you guys with us. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Or, hey, if it's your first time, that's okay, too. It is. It's just a weird place to enter. <laughs> it's like coming through someone's back door. It's like, no, don't do that. Just go through the front like a normal person. Ring on the doorbell. Like, like Wait you, for someone to answer. You steal their garage uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> frequency and open the garage open the door. Garage and come through and come their garage through. door. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that would be weird. It's like, whoa, all right. Like, if you invited a friend over to our house and that's how they came in. I would be equal parts impressed and uh, disturbed. Yeah, I would tell you I don't like them here. <laughs> if it's our friend, you would tell me I don't like them here. <laughs> if it was just your friend, I'm saying. <laughs> oh, like okay. if you invited someone over and that's how they came in, I'd be like, I don't like this person. I think I would agree with you. Yeah. I think I'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't like them that here That actually kind of reminded me of uh, uh, New Year's Eve where we had all these... <laughs> random people over some of them we knew some of them we didn't most yeah. we didn't yeah most of them we didn't um and there was one guy that was here and he spent the entire evening upstairs yeah well it was super funny because uh this was like a year and a half ago a year and a half ago he he came with you know a group of other people which is fine like it did it wasn't like a big deal it's a new year's party like yeah. you know whatever uh but he came in uh, didn't really make a big introduction of himself. Uh-huh. And then at some point he was I just thought he gone. was their Uber driver. Like, <laughs> Did I thought, you really? Like I, I thought he was just like dropping them off, saying hi, and then leaving. Because after he said hi, I never saw him again. What kind of Uber drivers well, not do an you Uber have driver. in your experience? <laughs> not, I've never actually Ubered. Uh, so I, I just figured they'd be kind of like a cool uncle. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, just dropping Scott off. I'll see you guys later. Well, we, uh, he just was not around anymore at some point. And I mean, we had probably close to like 10, 12 people in the house, mm-hmm. I would say. And, uh, so I didn't see him anymore and it was just like, all right, you know, whatever. Like he must've slipped out. Like he was just popping in for a little bit and then left and went to another, you know, thing. And it, I, I didn't give it really much of a thought. And then I go upstairs, go like I'm going to my room to get something, and he's on in our loft upstairs. He's like it's on the couch, and it's <laughs> dark. Like he doesn't have the light on. Yeah, he's just and, laying there. And it wasn't just this after me. midnight too. No, no, no. It, it was, was before after midnight. midnight. It was okay. before midnight. But he just shocked me, and I was like, "Oh, hey!" And he was like, "Hey, man!" And I just <laughs> like, "All right." I went into my room, got whatever I was getting, came back downstairs, and I pulled you aside, and I was like. Do you remember that guy from earlier? And I was like, he's still here. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what it would be like if you're just joining us. But we love you. Yeah, we love you. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Bash Pad Podcast. So, what's going on in your life, man? Um, not a ton of new stuff. I did uh, just. Uh, those are our dogs. If you hear them, yeah, inside. they're gonna make some noise. Yeah. They're- They've been really good the last several weeks about just kind of sleeping through this, but they... Uh, they have some energy right now. They got some energy yeah, right so now. so they're kind of fighting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I actually opened the show with having to push Onyx away. He was drinking out of my water glass. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. You were you started talking. I had to push him because <laughs> he started drinking out of my little water cup right here. He's never done that before. No. no. I was a little mad at him, but <laughs> well, I now, held it in. Now you're going to drink some uh, some, some Ani. Some Ani water. Yeah. <laughs> Ani water. And the... the- Annoying thing about Onyx is is he is the messiest drinker. He is. He gets water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are really carrying on. <laughs> well, sorry yeah. for our listeners. Yeah, uh, but you get to enjoy some puppers with us. This so. is this is our life. This is what we deal with. This on is a real. Basis. Yep. <laughs> How about you? What's going on with you? Um. Kind of same old, same old. Uh, we do have a oh. new podcast that's coming out yeah. this week. That's right. Starts on Thursday, right? Thursday, uh, the the first episode will drop. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's called Rotten Potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know kind of a play on words of uh, of Rotten Tomatoes. We actually uh, dropped uh, on Sunday. We dropped a bonus episode here for you guys of sort of the trailer of that podcast yeah, for that podcast. Uh, so if you haven't already, please do go give it a listen. I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think it's going to be a blast. I just realized I do have something coming up that I haven't talked about. Oh, hit me. 
I'm going on a cruise next week. You're cruising. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to be here next week for the episode. I'm sad about that. Yeah, that's all right. We have a cool replacement coming in. We do. Uh, so we have Zach uh, coming in, one of our one of our best friends in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's also one of the co-hosts of the new Rotten Potatoes podcast. He is on Rotten Potatoes, and uh, and honestly, uh, when you and I first started talking about Bachelor Doing this Pad, one. yeah, uh, we had wanted to have Zach be a co-host on that uh, podcast on, or on this podcast, but. Uh, with his schedule, he's a nurse, and and uh, with his schedule, it was just going to be a little prohibitive. Uh, but uh, super excited to have him have him as a guest host. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking uh, forward to listening to it. I'm looking forward to you not being here for a week. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Of course. Uh, we, even when you are here, sometimes I don't. You know don't even know here. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes, some days I just live. In, I'm a five on the Enneagram, and I'm an introvert. So yeah, some days you don't even know I'm here. Yeah, you just five out. Yep, take, take five. five. <laughs> That's what we always say. Whenever like Sundays are a pretty busy day for me. Yeah, and uh, so whenever I come because we work for a church. Yeah, and I'll I'll come home typically with lunch, and uh, I kind of look at them and say, hey. <laughs> And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go take five. And then I spend the entire afternoon up in my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So taking five is not taking five minutes. It's taking some, uh, some five time, some five time. Yep. Uh, yeah. So anyway, check out rotten, uh, rotten potatoes. It's so hard for me to not say rotten tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out rotten potatoes. Uh, you say potato. I say potato. Yep. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Uh, all right, well, let's jump in without any further ado. Let's yes. jump into this episode because yes. we actually do have a lot to cover. We have a lot to cover. We were in hometowns this week. Yeah. This is my first experience with hometowns. I yeah. wasn't sure what to expect. What do you think on the whole? It did not. The first, okay, so well, the first hour was kind of whatever. And then the second hour, it, it picked up a little bit better. See, it's so funny, like, because for me, the first hour was where it was really all at. And then mm-hmm. the second hour is like, can this just be over? Yeah. I'm not saying necessarily that I enjoyed the second hour more than the first hour. Okay. It was just more, um, what I've become accustomed to. It was the drama that you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I have just come to know the bachelor as. Yeah. It's not the drama that you deserve, but it is the drama that I need right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we started off with uh, Madison's, mm-hmm. no, no, Hannah, Hannah. Ann, yeah. Hannah Ann's hometown. Uh, sorry, from day one, I've gotten them a little confused uh, at, you know, at first blush, mm-hmm. just two brunettes, like, I don't know, they're attractive brunettes and I've gotten them confused. So sorry about that, Bachelor Nation, but we start off with Hannah Ann. Yep. Knoxville, uh, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. I can tell you I've been to Knoxville. And? It's not bad. You like it? I mean. Did you go axe throwing? I didn't go axe throwing. Mm. That's where we start off with their date. Yeah, that's what uh, Hannah and Peter decided to do because Hannah said, hey, my dad really wants a manly man. (laughs) And so we need to be able to show him that you're a manly man. So let's go axe throwing. And, you know, I got to say, Peter starts off with some... uh, some trouble with axe throwing, but I, and and don't get me wrong. I am not much of a Peter advocate. I do not stand with Peter uh, (laughs) or stand for Peter. I don't know how that, uh, that, that verb works. You don't stand Peter. I'm not, I don't stand Peter, but uh, that's hard. Axe throwing is really hard. Yeah. You need, you need to find the right, the right rhythm, the right grip and the right distance. Yeah. And uh, I, I gave up. Like, I did, like, knife throwing when I was, uh, like, a preteen. Like, I got really into it, uh, throwing knives. Um, I thought, like, oh, this would be so cool to be good at. And uh, it was difficult, but I got okay at it. But axe throwing, I was garbage. Not your thing. Not my thing. Well, it was fun. Like, I felt like I was Mm -hmm. taking aggression out. Okay. Uh, (laughs) It just wasn't. It wasn't. Didn't I look was as not successful. As you were hoping. It I was, was not yeah. successful, and so Peter uh, ends up landing one. And it looks like you know how the editors do it. It looks like that happens pretty fast, but I, I would imagine you it took a while for him to get it down. <laughs> yeah, that was like an hour session. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, so if it really means to be a tough guy, you have to be able to be good at throwing axes. I don't think he's all that tough. I don't think so. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that he's not all that tough for a lot of other reasons. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so last week, uh, Hannah wrote him a note saying yeah. all the things that he lo- that she loves about him. And so then this week, he wrote her a note about all the things that he loves about her. Yeah, which... Uh, she made out to be this really big deal and uh and she put on her like hardcore more than we've seen it so far southern bell charm <laughs> and it was not doing it for me no oh my gosh this is the sweetest thing well i'll be i'll be well hi well hi bless <laughs> your heart like it was just so over the top and it really bothered me yeah but it, it it was just so on brand for her. Mm-hmm. I like how it became like a really big deal for her too, and apparently for her sister later on oh, when yeah. they're at the house. Her sister even said like, "Well, you don't write a list of twenty things you love about someone if you don't really love them." Yeah, which to me, I, I don't know the whole thing. I was like, "Is this really that special?" Since uh, she did it first, like mm-hmm. he literally just he copied was just her. Reciprocating, yeah, he was reciprocating. Like that's not overly special that's like uh that's uh i would i would dare say below the call of duty let alone if you really love them if you really love this for me let me show you how much i love you yeah that's like that's under the bar Uh like okay she did this for me i should probably do it back (laughs) (laughs) that's true love (laughs) (laughs) whether i mean it or not yeah uh, and whether or not I say it to four other girls tonight or, or this week or not. Yeah, I think every single girl got a little kind of. Yeah. Kelsey Kelsey kind of did, but we'll talk yeah. about that when we get to her. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, he gets to meet Hannah's family. Hannah's dad is not feeling it. Oh, he was not a fan of all this. No. Uh, he One of the things that he said that cracked me up uh, is he was like, yeah, you know, uh, uh Peter's coming over and all this is very new and exciting. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, like that. that. Like yeah, that, that kind of that like, tone of excitement. Like it was like, oh, that was, I don't even think that qualifies as passive aggressive. Yeah, That's, someone had a cue card for him, like what to say. He's <laughs> like very new and exciting. Uh, well, he is, uh, I liked Ranger Rick. <laughs> that's her dad that, yeah i forgot that i mean her dad's name is rick but they call him ranger rick mm-hmm. i liked him and he must be doing really well in the uh <laughs> ranger business no the wood it's a it's a wood business no like, it wasn't even that he it was, was forestry uh, no he he was just passionate about forestry oh i no, thought he was like a no, lumberjack of some kind no no i'm um, I could be wrong, but I'm kind of blinking. I feel like he had like a different career, but his passion was like forestry and woodworking. And that was the kind like, that was his kind of shtick. Oh, um, I missed it. Whatever he does, he's doing well for himself. It's a very nice house. It was a gorgeous home. Oh my gosh. Uh, like brick home with like, you know, white columns and on acreage. It looked like, like, man, Mm-hmm. It made me want to move to Knoxville, Tennessee. If all the homes were like that, I'd consider it. Yeah. Uh, they're not. Once oh. again, been there. Bummer. They're not. That's sad. Uh, but if you own your home in California, uh, know that you can, uh, sell just based on home. real estate, <laughs> sell said home. And move go to buy Knoxville, a much Tennessee. nicer home. <laughs> much nicer. Much nicer in Knoxville. Uh, yeah, Peter... Uh, Peter was really annoying me this episode altogether, but starting on this date and starting with his time with Hannah. Uh, at one point, uh, he said, I, I I think it was to the camera. It might have been to Ranger Rick. Uh, he says uh, that it really means the world to me to hear that someone is in love with me. <laughs> well, yeah, and that comes up again. Again later. and again. Yeah. And again, mm-hmm. here's what I, I wrote down for his meeting. Their family is, I feel like Peter's really go- is going to love Hannah's family because all the girls in their family were criers too. Well, mostly her sister. 
Yeah, and like her mom didn't really get super emotional. Well, they cried as soon as uh, they saw her and they showed up. Like oh, their, that's their true. very first meeting, she cried. That's true. That's true. And so, and yeah. for him, if you cry, you're just super vulnerable. You're real and real. Yeah, yeah. honest even. Mm-hmm. I dare say. Um. So Peter's dad, or I'm sorry, uh, Hannah Ann's dad sits Peter down and says, uh. I really would appreciate you as a father. I'm asking you, I appreciate you not to tell my daughter that you're falling in love with her unless you really mean it. And he was like, okay. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. I respect that. And I respect that. And then he goes and tells her. (laughs) And then he goes and tells her, which I mean, maybe he really is in love with her and Mm -hmm. he's, you know, uh, but I doubt it. Well, it was funny. They actually interacted and, uh, he tells her that his dad gave him a warning. Her dad. or Yeah, her dad gave him a warning. And uh, he says, yeah, your dad told me that um, I shouldn't tell you what I want to say unless uh, it's real. Yeah. And, and he's like, but I really want to say it. Yeah. And so he didn't say he really felt it. He just said he really wanted to say it. Yeah, I really <laughs> want to say it. <laughs> I'm falling in love with you. And then she says it back and they have a little makeout sesh. Which was cute, but then the one of probably my favorite uh, my favorite things happens in this entire episode. They walk out to the car, and uh, she says, "I'm in love with you," and he says, "Say it again." Say it again, and then she says, "I'm in love with you," and he says, "I love hearing that." Uh huh. Like not <laughs> not at any point does he say back I, I love, love you, you I'm or, falling in love with yeah. you any of the above I love hearing that uh, <laughs> and then he I says to the camera like right after like it like cuts to the editors man they they just they really pick up on everything the editors cut to a direct to camera interview with him where he says um and this isn't a direct quote I'm paraphrasing. But he says, uh, yeah, that's what I've wanted all along. Uh, that validation that someone cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> like, not that's what I've wanted all along. A real partner in life. Yeah. That's why I've all along wanted all along. A real someone, relationship. Yeah. Someone to validate I me. just want validation. <laughs> like, I am valuable. <laughs> Listen to what they said. <laughs> Did you hear her? Did you hear how much she loves me? Did you hear her, mom? <laughs> I am worth it. <laughs> oh, man. Which, and this begs a question, because he told Madison last episode that he was falling for her. Yeah. Can you fall in love with multiple people at the same time? You know, here's the thing. I don't think that these people, and I say that I'm very <laughs> much calling them others. I don't think that these people who are attracted to being contestants on The Bachelor slash Bachelorette uh, really draw down the distinction between I'm falling in love with you and I love you. Mm. So the difference between love and infatuation. Yeah, because I'm falling in love with you is very much an infatuation yeah. kind of a thing. Uh, like I, I, I really like how I feel when I'm around you. That's what I'm falling in love with you means to me mm-hmm. versus I love you is something where it's like, you know what? You sometimes drive me crazy, but I'm choosing yeah. to love you because you really are worth my worth my time, worth my commitment. Yeah, I'm going to make you more valuable than my own self. And I'm going to choose to elevate you above me. Uh, and I, I don't think that... I don't think that Peter, at the very least, yeah. draws down that, that distinction. Yeah. Uh, and I, it doesn't seem like the girls do either, uh, really draw well, down that distinction. I mean, Madison really hasn't said it yet. Well, she sort of reciprocated, I think, a little bit on her one-on-one date with Peter last week. Mm. Um, but not, I mean, not definitively, but, you know... Uh, just sort of agreed with him. Uh, but yeah, uh, Hannah Ann's date, all in all, went pretty much exactly as I would have expected. <laughs> These dogs have the zoomies. They are dude. all zooming around. They're like running around the <laughs> kitchen island and wrestling, and they're having all kinds of fun. Oh, man. At least she's going to sleep well tonight. Yeah. Maybe I'll get to sleep until 7. <laughs> um, so after Hannah's date, we ended up having... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> we have Kelsey's, Kelsey's date. date. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> These dogs are just frantic right now. It's like, kind of funny. I, I wish I wish right now we had a video podcast <laughs> just so everyone could partake with us with what we're watching. Yeah. I do, too. I do, too. We'll work on that. Well, we can do that someday. Yeah. Not yet, but uh, podcasting is expensive. Yeah, it is. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so Kelsey's then we have date. Kelsey. And they're uh, in Des Moines. Yeah, Des Moines. And right off the bat, uh, so they go on uh, their one-on-one. They go to a winery. Yeah, and and they decide they're going to stomp some grapes. Stomp some grapes. Uh, A non-grape stomper. Yeah, no. Like, (laughs) So, first of all, we don't stomp grapes anymore. That's not a thing anymore. Yeah, it's not really how they do it. Uh, Because, you know, health code violations. You don't want feet. Feet wine. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a lot more than that. It's not just like feet are a little gross, but it's more so like you just don't want human uh, skin contact on the things that you're ingesting. Mm-hmm. Like our food service staff wear gloves now and we wash our hands. Yeah, and there's all <laughs> kinds of germs. You know? uh, but uh, they do some foot stomping in a bin that has zero drainage. Yeah, so it just becomes a pool of chunky grape mixture. Yeah. Uh, And by the way, I've been to wineries before. Wineries uh, grapes, the grapes that come from like off the vine that are used in wine, don't look like that. Like those grapes were definitely like Costco grapes grapes that they just dumped into a big ice bucket (laughs) and then (laughs) stomped around on for a little bit. But it was cute, I guess. Yeah, it's a fun date idea. And uh, they have a, a conversation where Kelsey kind of, you know, says, hey, you know, I told you once I'm falling in love with you and I want to tell you again, I'm falling in love with you. And he says, that makes me really happy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the response I always go for. <laughs> Scott. Yeah. You're my best friend, man. I love you. Thanks. that made me feel really good i thank you for that you're welcome (laughs) yeah Uh, so then they also made a uh their own blend of different wines yeah they Mm -hmm. tried them and made their own special blend and i wouldn't want to drink that wine not anymore well i wouldn't even 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 before I don't know what their wine palette is, but based on their taste and everything else, I wouldn't want the wine that they think tastes good. Mm. Uh, It's probably a safe call. But they go, they meet Kelsey's family. Once again, I was in love with that house. Yeah, she also had a great house. Oh my gosh. It was gorgeous. It was like equal parts modern and uh, like farmhouse rustic. And Peter finally got to try crab ragoons. Apparently, Peter, in all of his travels, has never had Chinese food. <laughs> right? That's like, like a basic... Run day. Yeah, you can get it at any Chinese place. <laughs> I've, I've never had it. It's just fake crab filling in a wonton wrapper deep fried. That's all it is. <laughs> that's, that's all a crab ragoon is. And like cream cheese sometimes. Yeah. Pass. Uh, ragoon makes it seem a lot more exotic, though. Yeah, it sounds better than it really is. <laughs> and then most people just like dip it in like a sweet and sour sauce. Do you like crab ragoons? They're tasty. I don't know if I would ever claim them as one of my favorite foods in the world. And when I invite my uh, potential fiance over for the first time, have that be one of the main courses. That wouldn't be a main course for you? No. Well, it's not even supposed to be a main course. It's supposed to be like a appetizer. It's like a like a spring roll, right? Like kind I mean, of. that's kind of the, yeah. it's like an appetizer. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, excuse me. I I just burped on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So then uh, Kelsey's mom gets to have a chance to talk with Peter, and all she pretty much says is, "Don't break her heart." Mm. And then uh, Kelsey tells Peter that she loves him again, and he says, "And I quote, my heart is definitely falling." <laughs> I don't know what that means. That was so, uh, it's sort of like, uh, it's sort of like when someone swears, but they like, they like fake it, mm. you know, like, like someone's like, they don't want to take the like, Lord's shut name. shut the front in, door, dude. Yeah. Or they don't want to take the Lord's name in, in vain. And so they say cheese and rice. 
<laughs> and it's like, I know what you meant. You could, yeah. <laughs> but like, that was just ridiculous. Yeah. My, uh, my heart is falling. <laughs> what, why? <laughs> what happened? Um, is that a medical condition? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about my date with Madison tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Yeah. But true. Uh, yeah. So he once again, uh, delivers such a weird response to someone telling them that they love him. Yeah. And he definitely loves hearing it. He's obsessed with hearing. And I think that's the only reason why he's really sad to see her go later in in the episode. Ooh, spoilers. Ouch. They already got it from what we said earlier. <laughs> also, if you haven't watched the show yet, <laughs> it's too late. Now's the time. <laughs> it's too late. Just keep listening. Uh, yeah. So uh, he, uh, man, Peter, uh, once again, I have to really circle back now. Uh, Peter is driving me crazy with his, how thirsty he is for affirmation mm. and validation and affection. Like, dude, go see a therapist. Yeah, he needs to grow up. Yeah. Uh, he needs a lot. Like he, hey, He's still an eighth grader. Yes, absolutely. Like more and more and more as we go on, I'm not even, don't get me wrong. Uh, Kelsey was driving me crazy. Hannah Ann still drives me crazy. Victoria F., drives me crazy and many of the girls who've already been voted off drove me crazy um but more and more and more i hate peter more than anyone else he's my least favorite person still on the show (laughs) and i really don't like victoria or kelsey (laughs) or or hannah ann hannah's up there for me now she's number two on the show for me i never thought i'd say it but she is my second favorite person still on the show Uh, I might take, uh, Kelsey over Peter at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, Victoria F definitely on the bottom for me. I I think I would probably have Kelsey above Peter right now too. Less crazy, less crazy for sure. Yeah. But so that's, that's pretty much it from her date. Yeah. Uh, her date was good, but you know, kind of not a whole lot. Other than Peter didn't say I love you back. So then we have the date that I think you and I, and it seems like all of America really wanted to see. Yeah. Madison's hometown. Yeah, I was, she's just seemed super cool. We had a little bit of a teaser last week of some things. And so I was just super excited to see what happens on the date. Yeah. And so they meet up uh, at uh, University of Auburn. Yeah. At, uh, I don't is it the Auburn Center or? Their basketball arena, arena, Auburn yeah. arena, Auburn arena. I think, I think what that's what you yeah. called it. Yeah, uh, go whoever you are, Auburn. I don't know the Auburn's <laughs> mascot, honestly. <laughs> we didn't see it at all, so you know. But yeah, so they they go and they're having a little bit of like a basketball date. I've got to say though, uh, this is the first time I've ever seen Auburn University like any sort of image of it. Mm-hmm. Man, that looked like a gorgeous school oh yeah it's a big school like i'm a little bit uh i'm not i don't get super nerdy about schools like their prestige but i really love visiting universities for their architecture Mm. like i love like when i go to a new place and they have a cool university that's actually like a tourism spot for me Mm. i just go walk around the campus walking around campuses Mm. uh uh, yeah, and I have like some of my favorites up there that I've been to and based on the appearance, like Auburn would be one that I would, I would travel there just to go just to see the university, see that school and walk around and just take in the, the views and the architecture. It was gorgeous looking. Yeah. I mean, Auburn's a really nice school and, uh, they got to, he got to meet the coach, the head coach of the basketball team. Well, but before that, he got a uh, special admonishment from Charles Barkley. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. I forgot about Charles being in the episode. <laughs> I really wanted him to say, ridiculous. Come on, man. <laughs> that's so ridiculous right there. 
The fact that you're with all these girls is ridiculous. I'm crazy knucklehead. <laughs> knucklehead. But uh, yeah, he got that admonishment from Charles, and then he got to meet the head coach of the basketball mm-hmm. team. Who is friends with her dad. And yeah. her dad's also a coach for the basketball team. Yeah, an assistant coach for the basketball team. And man, did I like this coach. Yeah, he was super nice and had nothing but good things to say about Madison's dad. Oh. Like, he made me really want to get to know Madison's dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to be friends with Madison's dad. Like, man, how do I be friend with that? Madison's dad? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Should we write him a letter? <laughs> <laughs> Madison's dad, you want to come be on our podcast? I stand for Madison's dad. I stand for Madison's dad. Chad. Sure. Was that his name? His name is Chad. Chad. Yeah. It stuck out to me because that's my dad's name. Chad 2020. Chad, I would vote for him <laughs> after this episode. I would, I would absolutely go out and campaign for Chad, whatever his last name is, for president. Chad 2020. <laughs> but uh, they uh, do some basketball drills, and I loved seeing Madison make Peter look so stupid. She was really good. <laughs> she was great. I was like, when, as soon as she started dribbling, I was like, she knows basketball. She's good at basketball. She's like, really good. She she was good. And uh, Peter looked like a little kid. <laughs> like, like, it was the first time that he's ever tried to dribble a basketball before like he looked like a clumsy kid that doesn't have motor skills yet oh yeah he had zero yeah like a (laughs) like a not even uh like a like a middle schooler like he looked like he was like five you know when you have like a three or four year old and you throw them a ball and say catch and it just bounces off their chest kind of how mckenna did yes the football episode yes that's kind of what he looked like doing basketball like that yes oh man he definitely does not know how to play basketball Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong i am terrible at basketball uh i can't play to save my life i can't do that double dribble stuff yeah no No. but uh i loved seeing him look so stupid yeah it was great it was so great it made me it was very cathartic for me because they made him physically look how he emotionally is yeah exactly not good yeah and and it was just such a like a perfect metaphor for the two of them mm-hmm. that like Madison she's solid all around solid and he looks good but is does not have what it takes to do this <laughs> <laughs> so uh they leave from that and go and meet her family and i gotta say i i i liked madison already i mean well, I, I'll I'll back I'll back off on that a little bit because you know I never really had a lot of stock in Madison early mm-hmm. on, but it was just because we didn't see anything about her. Um, but man, I am so impressed by her and by her whole family. Yeah, they all seem really solid. Uh, just impressed with their uh, family dynamic too, and the way they were talking to each other. Um, like uh, Madison starts talking with her mom, and her mom basically just says, "Hey, well, have you guys talked about like?" sex yet because i know you said you want to save yourself for marriage have you guys had that conversation and so this isn't they're open with each other they're vulnerable with each other they talk about these things with each other yeah it's just a very good family dynamic there was also the cool thing at the dinner table oh please let me talk about this yeah go ahead i i uh, this was like a i'm i'm stealing this for my family one day uh so they had this thing where it was like the special plate and she's like oh my gosh do i have the special plate which made me think like this is a real thing that they do in their house Mm -hmm. uh but when they sit down for family dinner one person has the special plate and whoever has the special plate, everyone else in the family goes around saying something uh, that they admire or respect about that person, something that makes them special. And whoa, did that. It was just like, man, that's such a great tradition in a family. Yeah, to just build into each other and also just have good conversation with each other too. Yeah. Like real heartfelt conversation. Yeah. Uh, like create a space for for real vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, you know, uh, we're going to have to edit this echo, get out of there. I'm going to have to edit that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. She just bolted into the bathroom and I'm like, that's not good <laughs> for any, <laughs> whatever's happening. It's whatever's not happening is not good. Yeah. So then Pete goes and has a conversation with Madison's dad and, uh, he tells Madison's dad that he, uh, Loves her, and the dad challenges Beck that he doesn't know if he can believe her, yeah, and that he or that he doesn't know if he can believe him, 
and uh, wants to know what kind of assurance he can give him that he's actually in love with his daughter. Oh, yeah, which I thought was really great. And and once again, like, I, man, this guy, I just, I really want, I want parenting classes from him. Yeah, I mean, he's, he seemed to have raised a, a, a few decent young humans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, Peter gives a pretty weak response. He just says, I don't have anything to say to you. In he fact, basically when, says, I can't give an answer to yeah, you right now. But one of the things they said in that conversation that cracked me up is he said, uh, uh, I just know how my heart feels right now. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, like it could change. Right. But right now, now this is how I feel. Yeah. And uh, when Peter says, uh, like, Peter tells him, I, I think I'm falling in love with your daughter, his reaction, it was just so priceless. He doesn't even say anything. It was just his facial response was amazing. Yeah, it was just like a long stare into a blink. Yeah, like, <laughs> like all right. Uh, I, I don't think that that's a thing, uh-huh. but... Uh, so then Maddie has a conversation with her dad, and her dad just says, hey, I'm very unsure about this, but I trust you. And so... Yeah. I'm not closing the door on it, but oh. I'm very concerned with it. But, you know, you're I, I trust you. And once again, he just uh, really, like, uh, positively affirms her. And he says, uh, you know who you are. You know what you're worth. You know what your values are. And I don't think that he should ask you to be anything less than that. Yeah. And it was just like, Solid. man, this guy. And she takes it really well. Yeah, she does. And then they have, uh, then Pete and Maddie have a time on the porch where they're um, talking to each other, kissing a little bit, and Pete tells her that he loves her. And she's silent. Not ready. She's just quiet on the issue. After this conversation with her dad, she was like, you know what? Like, and her mom, she was like, you know what? Like, uh, she even says uh, in a voiceover, um, you know, with the producers, she just says, you know, this really brought me back to reality. Mm-hmm. Like I've kind of, she, I'm putting words in her mouth now, but it's like, I've kind of been caught up in the emotion of all this yep. and the heat and the fun. And, and this was like, Coming Oh no, back to this is, this is real. And th- if this is going to end with him proposing to me, like we have a lot to figure out for sure. So, uh, yeah, that ended on a different note than I thought because going into this week, like they were, they seemed the strongest, and I would put them behind uh, Hannah at this point. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like uh, whether or not it's they're going to end gonna up happen. together. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Um, but still, I mean, gosh, Madison is far and away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> out of the four of these, she is. Leaps and bounds, the number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> Leaps and bounds. Um, so then we have the dogs continue to carry on. They're going to be going for the whole episode. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, and so It'll be hilarious if we go back and listen to this and you can't you hear, can hear the dogs. <laughs> we just, and we just keep talking about them. And they're just not in it. It's possible. People are like, they don't have dogs. <laughs> uh, and so now we get to Victoria. Yeah, so we spend half of the episode on those first three women. Yeah, that was like the first hour. It was like hour and ten. We spend 50 minutes on Victoria. Um, so she lives in Virginia Beach. Yeah. She has a cute old pupper, though. She does. And he likes to swim in the ocean. Yeah. And play fetch. What lab doesn't? He, he seemed like a good dog. Yeah. Good dog for a not so great owner. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to think, I really did think this uh, as she was like playing fetch with him. That's not even her dog. Like they just ran into it on the beach and like, hey, can we have this in the episode? No, it's like her friend's dog or her like sister's dog or something. Uh And like not her dog. (laughs) Like it's it's a dog that she knows, but it's not hers. It's not hers at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh So they go to a like old photo place where they put on some like 1800s gear and uh take some (laughs) 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 dogs are going so crazy right now i've never seen them this this zoomy gosh i'm so sorry listeners (laughs) (laughs) 
anyway, this is super enjoyable is, for us. <laughs> but so much of this podcast is just going to be <laughs> us laughing about these dogs. <laughs> so uh, they do the old timey photo, which I thought was pointless. Yeah, they could have just went past that. It was I think it's because they wanted to have something else positive over in the uh, Victoria area. Yeah. So after they do the the weird photo thing, then they go to a Hunter Hayes concert. Yeah, which uh, I haven't seen Hunter Hayes since he was adorable. Uh, oh, since he was younger. But he shot out. Yeah, he definitely looks older now. I mean, yeah, that's not true. He's not shot out. Um, but I, I literally haven't seen a, a photo of Hunter Hayes since he was like the 16-year-old like heartthrob of the country music industry. Because mm. I, I don't really, I'm not, I don't dislike country music, but I'm not really in that world. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, that's Hunter Hayes? <laughs> like, what I, happened to the the cute little kid? It was like Justin Bieber. If you only knew him from the time that he had the the bangs to like being all tatted up and you had that oh, jump, what you'd be happened? like, what happened to you? <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, that was how I felt about uh, seeing Hunter Hayes for That's the first funny. time in a long time. It was a perfect song. Yeah, tell me why. I don't really know the song. Yeah, so the lyrics are, uh, I don't want easy, I just want crazy. That's like the, the hook, uh-huh. the chorus. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm like, man. well, Victoria is crazy. Well, be careful what you ask for. Yep. Because you're going to get it. Yeah, so they seem to have a good time at this concert, dancing, singing, kissing, uh, lots of people dancing around them. Everyone loves concerts. Yeah, and she loves country music. Yeah. I think he does, too. I think he does, too. I mean, and, he uh, says, like, I love Hunter Hayes. Oh, my gosh. And he was singing every line of that song. Hunter Hayes probably developed a complex, though, because he pointed out when we were watching, all the people were taking videos of them and not Hunter Hayes. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a first for him, for uh-huh. sure. Like, all these people are at my concert, and their phones are all out, which I'm used to, uh-huh. and they're pointed None of them are at me. from me. Yeah. <laughs> they're all at these people dancing in the crowd. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they have that uh, concert, and then they say their goodbyes for until the night. And then as Peter's leaving, he has an ex that he dated back in 2012, so eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, approach him and say, hey, uh, I just wanted to warn you, Victoria has some things in her past, and she's ruined a few relationships, and you should watch yourself. You know, I felt like equal parts with her doing that. I felt equal parts like, oh, wow, this is, I'm glad you're doing this. And also like, this just feels like more drama of The Bachelor. Yeah. Like, also like she dated him and she still wants him back type of a thing. So she's trying to like win him back. Yeah. So, I mean, I felt, I felt conflicted about that interaction. And obviously it seemed like Peter did too. Yeah. Cause he was like, this is a really serious thing that you're saying. You know, not, he didn't say, what do you expect me to do with this? But Mm -hmm. it was, it felt like that sort of reaction. Like, what do you expect me to do with this right now? Yeah. And I don't think Peter had any reason. He didn't seem like he had any reason to doubt her. So they probably had at least an honest relationship when they were together. Yeah. Like she never gave him reason to think that she was a liar. Otherwise he would just be like, okay, whatever. It's just her talking again. Yeah. Um, And so I think there's probably a lot of validity to what she had said. Um, But that kind of ends there. And then they go to the home for Victoria and... Peter, of course, wants to talk about this. I'm for our listeners who can't see it. I just like rested my head down on my mic because this this part of the episode, I just oh, I hated so much. <laughs> yeah. So he he Peter goes up, uh, goes to Victoria's house, uh, and confronts her right away, and she reacts just like we would expect her to. But man it drove me crazy because she has such a tendency to flip the tables on people mm-hmm. like to flip the script. She's super manipulative. And so immediately she's like, what are you like? You really expect to come meet my parents after this? Like he's like, Hey, I, this got brought up to me. I have a real concern that I want to talk to you about. And she puts it back on him. Like how like, dare you, how dare you be so dramatic and stir up, Mm-hmm. you know, drama and all that. Like she puts it all back on him. Mm-hmm. And at first he's like, excuse me. Are you kidding me right now? Like at first he's like, no, you're ridiculous. Yeah. He's like, excuse, 
excuse you or excuse me and he she goes excuse you what yeah like <laughs> oh my gosh yeah she was having all kinds of attitude with him and i love what he said to her uh, at one point he says do you fight for anything you want oh yeah <laughs> and she was like of course i do and he said well you haven't fought for this relationship at all and she's like oh really Really? Well, then let's just be done. And that was my whole thing is she never denied anything. Never. She didn't deny a single thing. Uh, she's uh, equally a great liar and a terrible liar. And so then they argue a little bit more. And then she just gets up and walks away and is like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. She's like, I'm done. I'm I out. I can't do this. I'm, I'm, I'm out. So, yeah, she's the queen of manipulation. Uh, I don't know how much time passed, but eventually she comes back. And they have another conversation. Yeah. And um, this one's a little bit less argumentative. Well, eventually. But at first, it was still, she was coming at yeah. him. Oh, she for sure came at him. Because she says, I was going to tell you that I loved you tonight. And uh, all these other things. Then he goes, but if, if you're going to tell him you love him, why would you walk away? Yeah. You don't walk away. If you loved this person, you would fight for this this thing to happen yeah you don't the whole walking away thing just further proves her guilt in the whole situation a hundred percent she didn't know what to say or how to get out of it and so she left the situation yeah she pins it back on him and then walks away and then like trying to make him feel like oh my gosh this is all my fault Mm -hmm. and he falls for it yeah she tried to make this whole thing about peter's taking the word of this other girl over just assuming it was a lie. Yeah, which I, he I'm sorry. But he didn't come at her accusatory at no, all. No, he was he just, just said, like, hey, I've I heard got this issues. thing. Like, I want to like, talk about yeah, this. Yeah, well, I've heard this. Like, let's talk. And when they were on the first argument out on the porch, she was like, all right, fine, let's talk it out. Talk it out. What are you going to say? There's nothing to say. What can we say? There's nothing to say here. Yeah, what can we say? Like, how about it's not true and here's the story that's leading her to believe that, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and when he, he said her name, she didn't say like, I don't know that person. Oh, she like she knew who knew. it was. Yeah. She knew what story she was talking about. Oh yeah. And she immediately went into how do I misdirect this thing? Yeah. So she's definitely once again, the queen of redirect. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm just going to redirect this to someone, something else. Uh, and, but at the end of it, she apologizes, um, which I just felt like he trapped her like in truth and, you know, like, and she was like, she had no other recourse, but to just apologize for walking away. I would have just said it's too much too late. I would have too. I would have too for both of them. Honestly, like I'm, I mean, believe me, Victoria's in the wrong here. Mm -hmm. It seems very clear that she's guilty of something. He's guilty of letting this happen, but he's guilty of letting this happen too. And if I were her, I would just be like, you know what? This is over. Like, let's just call it. Let's just call it writing on the wall. It's over. And I think my favorite part of the whole thing was after this whole thing goes down, her mom comes out. And sees her like crying and goes, oh my gosh, what happened? And then all she says is, he left. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's, like the, that's story. the story you're telling your parents is, <laughs> he, he just left. left. He just left. He left. What a bad guy. Just p- make the whole thing about how Peter's not good. Yeah. Well, then. Uh, so they don't end up, he doesn't get him end up meeting her family that night. Yeah. And so uh, he goes back to his hotel room. It's the next morning and she comes and they sort of have a conversation. But again, I didn't feel like there was any sort of it real. It was just like their last one-on-one. Yeah. Where she had walked away. Yeah. And he had no clue where they stood. And then she comes back and doesn't clear anything up. And then he gives her the rose. And it's kind of like the same thing here. The same thing happened. Nothing got cleared up from the time before. They never talked about that stuff. Yeah, no. Uh, but uh, he did call her out. And this this cracked me up. Uh, she said to him, like, I don't know. Like, I've never tried this hard before. Like, I'm trying my best. And I know that's sad. But I've never tried this hard before. And I just can't walk away from you. And he said, but you do. But you kind of do that. You do that. <laughs> like you You've just walked away walk. now three times. 
And uh, and so they like cry and she apologizes again and she leaves and he's like, I just don't know. I have a lot to think about. And then we have rose ceremony. Yep. And surprise, surprise, surprise. Victoria somehow got a Victoria rose. gets a rose. How? Now, take, I mean, you've heard our previous episodes, most likely, if you're listening to this one. Tyler and I are no fan of Kelsey. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Every time, even this whole episode, every time I see her, I'm like, you're still here? Mm-hmm. Like, I keep forgetting that she's still on the show. But I cannot believe Victoria got a rose after it all that. Unbelievable. Unconscionable. They should just get married. Because <laughs> if you can make it through this, what can't you make it through? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, they will not make it through this, even if they do get married at the end of this. Uh, but uh, he definitely deserves her. <laughs> and she doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, they deserve each other. They do. They deserve each other because what Peter wants, we've talked about it before, but what Peter wants is a codependent relationship. Mm-hmm. And if she can just learn to say, I love you, Peter will be happy. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I actually think <laughs> Peter is the validation. I think Peter is happier, honestly, with, uh, trying to earn, well, I that. think that's part of his alert to her. That's what I mean. Is Yeah, is that she's kind of unavailable, kind of dismissive towards him. Um, and that very much is like the, I can't have it, so I want it more. Right, that's what I mean, is mm-hmm. they deserve each other. They're in, they're so, uh, both of them, so messed up emotionally uh, and relationally. And like, I really think that even sociopath Hannah Ann is going to get tired of his BS. Yeah. I don't, I I don't even know what to say to this episode at this point or to Peter. Like, yeah, you just need to get off my TV. I would say that for sure this episode, I mean, it's been a long time coming, but I feel like this episode really just solidified that like, uh, Peter is the worst part of this season. Yeah, is he making bad decisions on purpose? Like, I, do you think the producers are still like, okay, pick this person, not this person? No, no, no. I, I think at this point, he's there, like, done, like, kind of managing decisions. Do you think the producers knew about Victoria and these relationships before they brought her on the show? Or do you think this was, like, the first time it really came up? No, I would guess that this is the first time it's really come mm. up. Uh, I, I would imagine that they do some significant like uh, backgrounding on these women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would guess that uh, I would guess that they found out in production, whether it was this week or prior, mm-hmm. I would guess that they found out in production that gotcha. this was a thing. Uh, and it um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next week. So, yeah. so uh, then it ends with him having a conversation with Kelsey. Well, sort of beginning a conversation with. Oh, I'm sorry. Ends with yes. The rose ceremony yes. ends with the conversation with Kelsey, where he tells her like, "Hey, I'm sure you were blindsided by this." To which uh, she definitely was. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And uh, he just says, "You know, we just. I wasn't in the same place that you were." You know, you said you loved me and I just wasn't in the same place. Yeah. Because, like, she loved him, but his heart was falling. (laughs) (laughs) My heart's falling. You know, once again, what a coward move. If you're you're not feeling, don't even, I know you were trying to not say the word love by saying my heart is falling, but why do that to her? It, it, It absolutely was cowardice. And it's the kind of cowardice that we have come to be able to expect from Peter mm-hmm. where, you know, it's just like with, uh, Michaela, uh, I trust you. I trust you. And then send her home an hour later. Yeah. Uh, it, that's, it's Peter all over. Like it's very on brand for him, but so brutal. And yeah. Savage. Well, you're setting these girls up to have these higher expectations just to be let down in front of other people. Yeah. Like, Granted, we realize you have to let them down, but let them know where they actually stand before they're in front of all these other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, But Peter doesn't have the uh, 
emotional uh, constitution to be able to do that. So, well, uh, it's time for ad copy. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Hallmark's new thank you card line. Uh, When someone tells you that they love you, the most special thing that you can respond with is your gratitude. Your admirer might be expecting you to reciprocate, but if you're either not there yet or just more in love with yourself than you are them, give them a thank you card from Hallmark. Is your daughter's boyfriend coming over for the first time and you want to make a great impression? Airbnb is here to help, offering stunning homes on acreage that have been expertly designed and curated to really wow people. Don't bother cleaning up the messes of a lived-in home. Rent on Airbnb and show a more refined side. Oh, well. Thank you to our sponsors. Yes, thank you, guys. Uh, and that's ad copy. Uh, well, let's uh, let's turn to Twitter. Uh, do you have... Uh... You know what? I wasn't even really doing Twitter today. Oh, okay. Well, but let me look. Well, let's see if we have anything that just really jumped out to you. And if not, we'll uh, we'll just kind of move on from this. We had a lot to talk about this episode. Yeah, I didn't so. really bookmark anything this week. Okay. Well, I didn't either. So we'll, I didn't pay uh, attention to Twitter as much this week. There was too much happening for us to really be checking I was Twitter. so just upset with everything happening with Victoria, which I'm sure there's some great stuff on Twitter. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's some great memes. But... Uh, Maybe we'll get to those next week or we can just retweet them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, hey, uh, I want to uh, talk a minute on Chris's Corner. First of all, we had a hilarious uh, we had a hilarious thing happen uh, with Chris and Kelsey. Do you oh, yeah, there at the end. Yeah, where uh, uh, Kelsey uh, gets out of the car right before the rose ceremony and uh, she goes up to Chris and... Chris kind of asks her how her week was. Was it a good week? And she goes, yeah, you know, I, I told him that I loved him. And uh, he goes, well, that's that kind of tell. What does he say? <laughs> he says she was like, it's kind of big. And he's like, well, it's kind of the biggest thing. But his facial response, he was just like, oh, uh, <laughs> like, I think he knew who was he getting knew some. what was happening. <laughs> yeah. He knew what was going to happen. Uh, so Chris, uh, you know, great job. Uh, great job, not, uh, tipping Peter's hand, uh, to Kelsey, but we all saw, we saw, we, we saw that you, we knew. knew, we know that, you know, that we, we know, know that, that you, you know, know. <laughs> well, the other big thing, uh, in Chris Harrison this week and in, in Chris's corner, this is a little bit, uh, a little bit sad. Um, but, uh, Chris had a, a, a big post, uh, that I, I felt like was worth us just kind of spending some time reading and addressing. Yeah. Um, uh, he posted, uh, uh, earlier, uh, or, or in the last week, um, the bachelor nation lost one of its biggest fans today. And I lost a dear friend. I met Kim can kick cat. I'm sorry. I butchered that. It's Kim can kick it. I'm so sorry. Kim can kick it. Is that her Insta handle? That's her Insta handle. Ah. I met Kim can kick it about seven years ago by coincidence at a concert in LA. She was a beautiful young woman who had just been handed the news that she would be dying soon of cancer. I told her that that year, if she was healthy enough, I'd like to have her as a special guest at my, uh, after the final rose special. She made it that year, and I told her that as long as she had the strength, from then on, she had a seat in the front row. Kim made it to every live special I've hosted since, and a friendship and love was formed that changed my life. There were years Kim was completely bald and looked like she could barely stand, but she was there. She endured more surgeries and procedures than any human I'll ever know, yet her spirit and faith endured. To say she was strong, courageous, and brave would be a gross understatement. To say I've learned so much and gained so much perspective from her would be falling short of her true impact. We laughed, we cried our eyes out, and we cussed. The only thing Kim was ever really sad or disappointed about was her guilt of not being a better wife and mother. Yes, even in excruciating agony and relentless battles, all she cared about is how much she was loving others. I know the rest of her body failed her, but her heart sure as hell didn't. It was, a, it was as pure as her eyes were blue. I will miss my friend very much. I will miss looking in the front row and seeing her beautiful, loving smile. I'll miss our texts and FaceTimes where we talked about the show, but mostly about life and what was next. 
Kim was always looking for the next battle, the next step, the next accomplishment. I'm so grateful this beautiful soul came into my life. She truly touched everyone she met, and that is the definition of living. She's free of that broken body that she was given, and I find tremendous peace in that. But a beautiful girl lost her mom, and a wonderful, loving man at, hey, you're Kim's husband, lost his wife, and I lost a true friend. I love you, Kim. And uh, I, I really loved that because, you know, for our fearless leader, I think it's always really valuable for us to remember that all these people that are on these shows, it's a lot of fun for us to talk about, uh, you know, these contestants. Um, but from Chris, it was just a, a wonderful reminder that, like, these are real people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chris, you know, uh, he's funny. He's like a, an anchor for us on the show. Um, but he's a real person, too. Mm -hmm. you know, with people that he loves and people that he's lost and uh, that our uh, fellow Bachelor Nation fans are real people. And uh, I think in today's day and age where social media can become such a a barrier to recognizing that there are real people on the end of this thing, Mm -hmm. this was a a really powerful reminder for me. So uh, I just wanted to take this opportunity to, to, you know... um, say that, you know, uh, we're really sorry for, for your loss, Chris, and for, uh, all those who are, you know, were touched and impacted by Kim and, uh, and also just take an opportunity to say that, you know, we, uh, we talk a lot of crap, uh, (laughs) about the contestants, but you know, that we recognize that these are real people and it's a fun show and, and it was designed for us to be able to do things like this and be able to, uh, to talk smack and to be able to, uh, you know, throw shade. But uh, it, it's an opportunity for us to take a minute and remember that there are real people in this world that we have an opportunity to um, give grace to, care about, love. Connect with. Connect with. And, uh, and I loved getting to see that side of Chris this week, reading yeah. that reading that social media post. So thank you for that, Chris, for that reminder that uh, there's a real life out there outside of reality TV. Mm. Say law. Yeah. So not necessarily a fun moment, but I, I felt like it was important yeah, for us thanks to for sharing that. Yeah. For us to share and talk about, well, let's, uh, let's jump into our shout outs. Uh, yeah. I had one. Oh, hit me. Uh, so earlier today, um, one of my, uh, old friends, I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, his name is Mitch. He texted me and, uh, he said, Hey, I know we haven't talked in a while, but, I just wanted to say, love the show, Um, been listening. Uh, Apparently his wife, Marissa, is a a huge Bachelor fan. And uh, so he's been watching, he's been with Marissa now for 10 years. Wow. And so uh, I married them two years ago, Mm -hmm. maybe three years ago. Uh, I'm kind of lose track of time, but um, yeah, I officiated their wedding. And so, yeah, he just hit me up and was like, hey man, love the show, keep at it. And he also said that he's looking forward to the Rotten Potatoes one too. Oh, hey, thanks, Mitch. Yeah. Uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, it's been a long time since high school. Obviously, Scott's had a lot more interaction with you since then than I have. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, I had uh, a funny interaction as well this week at work. Uh, one of our uh, one of our coworkers, Lori, uh, came up to me and there's a rumor circulating. Uh, again, it's just a rumor, so it's safe to, to talk about here, uh, that Peter ends up with one of the producers Mm. and that's kind of circulating on social media and some like popular blogs or like, you know, trying to, you know, get out ahead of things and say, oh, well, that's the crazy twist at the end of the show is that Peter doesn't choose any of these women. He ends up with a non-contestant. And she was like, do you have any, like, what do you think? And I said, well, you know, honestly, um, I don't think that's realistic just because I feel like the producers of this show, uh, because they're in the drama day in and day out, they have to have like, a good head on their shoulders. Like that's Mm. what makes a good, uh, bachelor producer. And so I can't, I can't see a bachelor producer really falling for Pete of all bachelors, (laughs) all of them, of all bachelors, a producer falling for Pete. Um, 
but uh, she still isn't really watching The Bachelor. She's really not watching the show, but oh. following our podcast. Oh, cool. And uh, so I wanted to give out a shout out to Lori. Uh, she told me uh, at the end of this conversation, she was like, do you, do you see what you're doing to me right now? <laughs> Thank well, you. thanks for listening, Lori. Thank you so much for listening, Lori. We really appreciate you. Yeah, and that's uh, super cool. Yeah. So, uh, if you are, uh, if you're following along, we didn't do Twitter obviously this week, but if you're following along with the Bachelor and something jumps out at you, make sure to hashtag uh, Batchpad Podcast. Yeah, you can tweet at us at Batchpad Podcast. You can also send us an email at hello at batchpadpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you, uh, any feedback or questions, or if there's anything you want to just hear us talk about, maybe even love advice. Maybe you're going through something <laughs> difficult and you're like, man, I really want to hear Scott and Tyler give me some advice on this. Yeah, we'd love to We'd love to give it. Yeah. Uh, it may not be great. It may not be, but it might be the best advice you've ever gotten. It might be. I can guarantee, though, it will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you just want funny advice, we can do that too. Well, uh, before we get out of here, uh, last thing uh, on our list. Uh, so we were doing Final Fours for most of the season, mm-hmm. but we're now in the, the last three here. Yeah. Uh, so I want to get down to the one person. Who's the one person that you think is going to be, be proposed to? Yeah. So all the way up until, I think, last episode, I think I had it as Madison. Yeah. But now looking at... Um, like where she stands as far as like um, faith her faith and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and given that they're going into, I didn't know fantasy suites was a thing. Is oh. this just a week where they go and sleep with each other? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, fantasy suites. Uh, all of our Bachelor Nation listeners will know very well. But uh, fantasy suites is, uh, so they go on a date. It's one week where he goes on a date with the final contestants. And at the very end, they open, like, I don't know why it's, like, some big reveal that's a thing anymore, but it still is. At the end of the date, uh, he opens a card that, like, says, like, hey, we can go to uh, the fantasy suite. Uh, and he, inv- either, he based on the date, invite he or invites them or not, and they can go or not. Mm. Uh, but fantasy suite is the the first time that they are supposed to have had the opportunity to have a uh, carnal relationship. relationship. Yeah. I'm going to guess that he does have some relationship with these other girls and that Madison backs out. I would guess so too. And so I think he's, I'm really hoping for not Victoria F. So I'm going to go with Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in the same boat. Uh, but I'm actually now kind of thinking that maybe, uh, I think it was Derek that said it uh, or Dylan. It was Dylan that said it uh, in a tweet. Oh, about the moms crying about Victoria. I kind of think maybe it really is Victoria. Well, if she's saying don't let her go and we think Madison's going to try to leave because he slept with someone else or slept with someone else. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. But I know, but I don't. And especially since since she she had met Madison before at their. She's the one who's met them. Yeah. But uh, first episode thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So once again, you can uh, send us a tweet uh, at Batchpad Podcast or send us an email at hello at batchpadpodcast.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you. But until next week, we will see you later. Bye, Bachelor Geckos. <laughs> Bye, Geckos. <laughs>